1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Heavy
2: metal Chris getting it done here on a Sunday morning. And, uh, boy, I don't know if you caught the Sheehan forecast (laughs) when he had... uh, I don't know if he had 15 or 20 inches of snow coming at us. And, of course, we know that was not the case. But that's my guy, though. And he was fantastic uh, with us yesterday as he joined us. And uh, the one guy that everybody asked me about yesterday was that where's Chick? And I said, well, he's probably uh, at the tournament out west following Tiger. Because, you know, wherever Tiger is, that's where Chick is. That's where Hernandez is. So when he when he disqualified, I thought, well, Tiger's out, so Chick should be available. And thank goodness, Chick Hernandez joins us now. And on a serious tip, where were you, and were you involved in the Tiger coverage?
3: I actually served uh, I served him in the In-N-Out burger that got him sick, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> look, look, that that uh, place is appropriately named; it goes in and it comes out. Apparently, uh, Jordan Speed too got it. Um, no i was i was I was back here I'm back here uh and you know just doing my thing and obviously <clears throat> been up and down weekend with the news of uh, one lefty gazelle passing yeah. away and it just uh yeah I mean I went to the game last night and I'll tell you this you know I've been in the business for three decades Last yeah. night was the first night that I wore my school colors I had a Maryland's uh, hoodie on and I wasn't really working I was helping out my buddy. Uh, Des Parnell, my colleague at L Nine, gets some yeah. old time uh, turps, But uh, I wore the colors for Lefty, man.
2: Yeah, I um, we had Coach Naki on earlier, and I uh-huh. I thought it was interesting because this goes back so far when you've been lucky enough to have been influenced by these iconic individuals that have been in yeah. this town around basketball. Yeah. And how comfortable we all became with them because they allowed it to happen.
3: There is no question about that. Even Gary Williams, the gruff one, he allowed us, right? He he allows it. He allows it. I mean, when when Gary let me come on the trip to Italy and document that, you know, it was one of those moments in time where you're like, this is not really happening, is it? And for lefty, I mean, I told the story yesterday on on social media, and there's a couple of But, you know, I'm a college student at Maryland. You know, I'm the the sports director of the radio station, WMUC, and Lefty is the coach, and I have to go down during season every day uh, and, you know, get the availability. But, you know, I've got pros that are all around me, you know. I I mean, young David Aldridge, uh, 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 just a bunch of guys from the Washington Post and uh, media, you know, it was – Gosh, it was at that point. Glenn Brenner and George Michael and all those guys that would come down. But yeah. I was a college student, so I was there every day. They weren't there every day. I was there every day. Um, and he a young me, David
2: Aldridge, right? I'm going to flag that. Chris, oh, flag no that. A young no David. Aldridge. Okay, good. We were
3: all young back then. He was. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, he treated me, the college student, like he treated the rest. And you know, thankfully, I was yeah. smart enough to ask you know decent questions. He could have roasted right. me. I'm sure I butchered some here and there. But right. he treated me the same way um, that he treated them. And it, right. it was it was impactful. And in fact, I don't, I don't know if I'm here today if he's not indirectly in, involved in it because I said it on social media yesterday that the day he was hired at JMU, I went down there to cover it for our college radio station at Maryland because he was still, you know, he was the big cheese. And yeah. – Literally, they told us uh, to the media, "Look, there's no one-on-ones." And so, after 20 minutes of this press conference, which was golden, of course, um, I unhooked my uh, my recorder and I went and searched out where the head coach's office was, and I waited for another 20, 30 minutes, and then I heard the I heard the gate. I could, I could hear him walk, you know, coming down the hallway, and then he opened the door and he said, "What you doing here?" And I'm saying, like, "Well, coach, they told us." No one-on-ones, but you and I both know that that doesn't apply to college kids. And he looked at me with with this grin. He shut the door and said, let's get this thing done. And I got it, the only one-on-one. And then we raced back to to the University of Maryland because a guy named Larry Michael, who was running Mutual Radio, was going to give a talk that night to these prospective uh, sportscasters and producers. And I'm cutting tape physically. That's back in the day. You physically cut tape. Yeah. and Larry walked in and heard Lefty and said, "Oh, is that from the national feed?" I said, "No, I got that. This is a one-on-one." He's like, "Wait a minute! I, nobody got one-on-ones." I said, "I got a one-on-one." And that night, Larry Michael offered me a job uh, at his radio station, and the rest is history. And it's, you know, and that's that's how Lefty is directly and indirectly involved in, in who I am today.
2: And see, and that's a great story. Imagine being a lughead, a grinner, yeah. you know, football guy. Yeah. And you walk in and there's no way in the world that they have to accept you. And lefty, I'm I'm telling you the nicest guy. Yeah. I mean John, Gary, <laughs> all of them and I'm not catching them up start start. They're in the fi- they're Yeah. They're the top of the heap. And you judge people when they're on top and when they're on one knee. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's the one thing that I, I really find uh generous about people cuz it goes full cycle. You're going to see it all
3: eventually. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, you yeah. No, no. Now, I mean, you know, and I'm too young at this point, you know, when I'm when I'm with him to realize that this guy, you know, brought in George Ravling as a, as the first black uh, coach in the ACC. Right, okay. um, he, he goes as as a, as a head coach at Davidson. He's, he's recruiting Charlie Scott to come to Davidson, and that kind of forces North Carolina's hand to get Charlie Scott to become the first uh, uh, black player, you know, one of the first in the ACC. All that stuff, and that was just now you talking, a record, right? Now you talking? Lefty, now you talking? Lefty, yep. Right? That's Lefty going into homes. I mean, I. Keith mm-hmm. Gatlin told me last night he didn't recruit me. He recruited my mom, mom, and mom. yeah. And I said, well, how does that work? He goes, lefty's credo was go in and find the dominant parent and recruit them. He goes, and in my house, it was my mom. And I remember Buck Williams or or Bernard King talking about, you know, he ate my mom's soup. And she's like, you're going to that boy, you're going to that young man's school because he liked my soup, but that was how he recruited, right? Um, It just, he was a a different cat. Uh, Yes, he did some stuff for, for stunts. Um, everybody thinks that the the midnight uh, 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 mile was a stunt. You know, midnight madness okay. was a stunt. It wasn't a stunt. He was trying to get ahead. He wanted that first. You know, he wanted to do that. Amazing, amazing, amazing character. Um, and I'll tell you this: uh, uh, 20 year anniversary of Len Bias' death. I'm doing a story for I guess Comcast Fortunate at that time, and I've mm-hmm. I've worked it out with him. I've talked with him a few times. I want to come out to Virginia Beach, and so, me and a shooter, we drive, make that drive, knock on the door. And he answers the door. And he goes, chick, I don't know if I want to do this. I said, Coach, I've come a long way. I said, I know you don't want to do it, but I think the story needs to be told. I said, Doctor Bias said, you know, said the same thing. She she talked to me he, when he, when he heard the Doctor Bias, Lenny's mom had talked. He's like, all right, I'll do this, but first we got to go get lunch. And I'm like, okay. So, he gets in our car, he tells us where to go. He pull up, and he says to me, what do you think? that freaking Southern draw. What do you think? I'm like, what are you talking about coach? And he points up at the sign and the name of the restaurant is chicks oyster bar. <laughs> he thought, he thought that was funny. And I'm like, all right, dude, you got me. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. You
2: know, no special, special guy. And look, man, I, I really appreciate that. I know that being a Terp, you and Sheen, I mean, it's a different layer to covering, <laughs> people when you bleed the industry alma mater and had a knock you on this morning. I just, I mean, yeah. these people know you, trust you, love you, but they don't know how deep this thing goes, especially when you were a tadpole and these guys <laughs> were iconic. No, no. I mean, it's about growth. No, no, no. Question. and it's Yeah. It's about growth and I appreciate no, you sharing. Um, I know you're working on your short game today. And so, uh, hit I'm them on today, man. Dude, I got to work. I got to go to work today. That's a, that's an oddity. I got to go to work on a Sunday. Well, that's good. Me too. I'm working too. Thank you for this. Appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. And we had
3: Absolutely a commanderless
2: not. conversation, and I love that.
3: That's perfect. That. Don't to. Back to being Don't a sports town.
2: No, it's back to being <laughs> a sports town. Good deal. Thanks, Chick. Chick, Chick Hernandez. Again, WUSA9. I'm glad to see he's back on the good foot. It's a beautiful thing. We go to break. We'll come back. And uh, we can light it up. And I want to ask, I got a question for Heavy Metal Chris. You don't want to miss that. Stick and stay.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
1: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Welcome back. Overtime. Early morning style. DOC on the microphone, heavy metal. Chris behind the glass. Appreciate uh, your contributions on X. You've been very, very vocal. And uh, we need your participation. Get your ideas. Because as uh, the great Ken Beatrice so often said, this is your show as well. We work together to make this thing happen. It's almost like you go to and you're ordering breakfast. You get to order it your way, and we do listen. It makes sense. We going to help you get what you want. That's how we get what, what uh, we want. Just been confirmed. Uh, boy, this is going to – we don't have no budget for next week, um, Metal, because Ben Standick, just gave us a thumbs up as well, so it's um it's tough. I mean it's but it's it's worth it. It's worth it. It's what we do. Make sure that people are uh, are happy, and uh, we can we can get this thing moving in the right direction. I had a question for you. You said that you might give us an update mm-hmm. on NASCAR that has been postponed correctly.
4: Yeah, NASCAR is officially now postponed uh, the Daytona 500 to tomorrow at 4 p.m.
2: Okay, all right. And then, um, Miguel Boris was asked about a trade with Kansas City. And um, the Chiefs want the number two picks. They can come up and get Marvin Harrison. I guess that's what he was proposing. I'm sure they would love a
4: Marvin Harrison on that team. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair.
2: No, no. Commissioner, don't (laughs) let that happen. Do not not let that happen. Can you imagine the Chiefs with Marvin Harrison? I I often think about the Cheetah. And I was having a conversation uh, with some of the guys over at uh, Havana Friday. I mean, yeah, Cheetah's back in Florida, and he's warm. I remember I would say to Coach Thompson, <laughs> and these Johnisms, and I'm thinking about John, I'm thinking about Lefty, and thinking about all the guys that these iconic figures that you were lucky enough that they treated you like a normal dude, and they shared with you things that you just lucky to been able to get those nuggets. And I would say to coach, you know, why are the Lakers or the Knicks or certain destinations more popular than others? And John said, you know, like, he'd play in Alaska. (laughs) He'd say, with the money these guys make now in private aircrafts, now he might have been joking just a little bit, but he said, if you want to be in Florida that bad, you could go home every night. With the kind of money these guys make, if it's that big a thing to you.
4: I mean, hey. And the question was. Well, I was going to say, after what happened to Brittany Griner, would you go to Russia?
2: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, But, again, that's just me. It doesn't mean I'm right. I would not
4: either. I would not.
2: No, dude. I'm not going. My son, the oldest one, the Celtic, he just told me the other night, he's he's trying to run in all five marathons. And he said, well, the next big one is in Germany. And it was say, you're going to come see me? He said, no, nah, slim. That's why they have they have um, the phones. You can just view everything from your phone. <laughs> I went once to Germany. And when I got off the plane, the people had AKs. They were strapped. This years ago. They were strapped at the airport. And I'm going over there. You know, it's an engagement. And I thought to myself. There is no amount of money worth this, but that was just normal for them. There are parts of the world that people are strapped for breakfast. I mean, it's just the way it is. I thought then, now, Slim, count me out. And so Cheetah needed to be in Florida. That bad. All right? Okay. Man, I ain't leaving Pat. You know, ain't leaving Pat. You can get heat. You can go home. And I just don't, and it's seasons. It's not like you have to live wherever you even Green Bay. You don't have to live in Wisconsin twelve months. But Green Bay, no problem. Minnesota, no Buffalo, not a problem. For that there's a there's a dollar amount that can make it all go away. We can be good. And then I can fly back and do whatever you gotta do. Um, everything is some risk involved. But you just wonder, what are these guys thinking about? It's very, very clear to me that the Miami Dolphins, as good as they are and appear to be, may never go to a Super Bowl as long as the Cheetah's there. May not. No guarantees. No guarantees that Buffalo and I like the fact that they can run the ball now, so what?
4: The Didn't defense no, is better? No guarantees for anyone in the AFC right now while Patrick Mahomes is sitting there in Kansas but, City.
2: But now that's real talk. We're not just feeling. That's real talk. Seriously, if I was a baller and I was in the AFC, I would consider talking to my agent about, yo, Slim, <laughs> we might. What's out there? Because if you want to get to a Super Bowl, now you can get to the Super Bowl in the NF- NFC and deal with him on that one game, like like uh, Shanahan. <laughs> and this thing, and I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's comical. That this dude is about to blow his credibility. Instead of just saying, you know what, I just got to beat. Sometimes you just gotta say, look, my bad. I just got beat. Yep. I don't know what you think, Metal. But the dude is talking himself into a outhouse full of manure.
4: Yeah, it's, it's real weird hearing it come from a head coach like that, too, you know.
2: Dude getting crushed, man. He losing all street cred. All street cred. And I don't think it was a racist deal, you know. I don't think him and the brother got along from day one. It's a philosophical difference in the coverage. He was uncomfortable. I had a feeling when he called timeout, I would have been, if I was a defensive coordinator, see, that's why I could never be in this business. If he would run down there calling timeout on my side of the ball, after what I watched him do on his side of the ball, <laughs> I'd have had to check him. I'd have to check him. Slim, first of all, no, see, it would have got ugly. And what he's doing right now, and he had a hell of a season, and he's got a nice club. This is third time it's going to happen now. Third time. At some point, maybe he's just that unlucky. I don't think so. I think this is, I think he's got to check himself right now. And, the, and, you know, Papa Bear suffered from some of the same deal. Papa Bear fixed his. He gave that ball to Terrell. He started pounding the rock. And he cured his own ailment. And he also had John Elway. Think about it. you got to have a beast to get that rock. We'll yeah. be right back here on Overtime. Save that thought. Matt McClung, dunk, Shaquille O'Neal. I love Shaq, man. Kenny, Ernie, the TNT group. It is. Um, I don't know the television awards, uh, how it all lines up. I got to ask Sheehan to break that down for me. But if they don't win it every year, I sure as heck want to know who does. But I got to give McClung a lot of credit, man. Got a chance to check him out when he was a Hoya. And that was um, fun. I, the fact that he's in the G League, the fact that he's working on his craft, it's good for the game. I don't, I, I like it. I'm not mad at him. Really enjoyed the fact that it was competitive. And um, will it be what it once was? Who knows? I mean, you did get Brown to compete. He did compete and that you know that was cool. I don't know. Metal, I don't know if you got a chance to check it out yet. I did. I um, watched it last night, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. So first let's start with the dunk. Like it, dislike it. What would you do with it, or would you just leave it as is?
4: So first off, let me just say I love the dunk dunk competition. I've been watching it for decades and it's always been one of my favorite things of it. I did not love this year's dunk competition overall. Um, I found it just lack of creativity. You know, I felt like every dunk that they did this year, even jumping over Shaq, we had seen last year, All you know, all these same things. And it's just people doing the same thing over and over. And, and I, I don't know. That's, it just wasn't that exciting to me. You know, I don't know. Okay. So you like props. See, I don't like props. It doesn't have to be props, but I want to be wowed a little bit. And I just felt that nothing happened that way this year. You know, like. Like, I remember, like I said, that Kevin Nash, Amari Stoudemire, head dunk thing they did with, like, the headbutt, yeah. And, like, that yeah. year Blake Griffin jumped over a car. But, like, things like that that, like, you just remember those those certain ones. And nothing this year really did that. Again, jumping over Shaq is cool. They did that last year and maybe even the year before, I think. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just it, been it done. It
2: happened with people. And, again, it's different strokes for different folks. Not my cup of tea. Because... I want to see things that I could actually envision happening in a game. That's why when come fly with me, when Mike when they start taking off at the stripe and the line and what I go wow. Now that that get that's my favorite side of it. But if they try it, I'm into it. The three point contest
4: that was exciting this year. That, that I is, really it always
2: has been yeah, since and- Larry
4: Bird since they let us in. And they had too many finalists, so they had to do the extra like round to see love who the that. finalists. That was that was love great. That. that was and Damian Lillard winning that after being on such a slump in the NBA right now is yeah, last few games was. been shooting terribly and then there come out go. win a three point competition. Now you with me? That was exciting. Now you're that me. I love. Yeah. <laughs> now you
2: with me? Now you with me? Because I wanted to be. I wanted to be. I wanted to, want to be real. I wanted to be real. And that was kind of like, dang, man, when Milwaukee is not really good. They're like, Marquette got toe up from the flow up by UConn, men's hoops. And I'm thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, and Marquette is really good. I thought they were going to the Final Four. But College Hoops is just turning the corner. We don't know who the beast are yet. Houston. There's just some people that I'm, I'm just sitting back waiting to see. But the All Star Game, you amongst your peers, you sitting there, it's
4: like—I would have loved to see Wimbenyama in the dunk competition this year. You know, something like that, right? Like, well, he—but the baby, he just got there and he went through the skills. He was in the skills competition. I saw that, but man, he it would have so unusual. What, what, what if somebody said dunked on over one Benyama like they did with Shaq? Like that kind of thing, something to make it memorable. You know, they just didn't have. I don't think year. you could even imagine
2: that, dude. Have you seen anybody? <laughs> this dude is like. He's unusually tall. It's like the fact that he has that kind of movement. Dude, he looks robotic to me. He doesn't look like human. His movements is almost like when you look at these video games and you see something that does not look real. Nice guy. (laughs) Saw him on set when he came to play the Wizards. You know, I checked that out. I've just seen Kula Ballet being there. You know, it's just the beginning for us. We're at the bottom, dog. Sure. I mean, we're at the bottom of almost everything. Glad to see Ovi streak snapped. If we can do a little sportsy, sportsy. But they win. Six-game goal streaks, they don't win. He doesn't score, they won. So holla. And how about the outdoor ice thing? Some reason, I have you in this outdoor ice thing going to wonder, have you ever, and I have yet to do this, and I want to – I really want to do the outdoor ice game thing. Looks crazy.
4: The winter classic.
2: The winter cl- – I love yeah. that. Love the sweater. Scott Lynn promised me one, and he's yet to deliver, but I still trust him. Have you ever been involved in that?
4: No, I haven't. I, I remember watching, like, uh, when the Caps went up to Pittsburgh and they, they killed the Penguins up there, and I loved it. Um but I didn't go. I had some friends that went, and I don't remember why. I Did I know I wanted to go, but I've never actually been to one. On the other hand, watching from TV, they always put them in these like weird stadiums that don't really fit a hockey arena. And it seems like even if you're in the front row, you're way far back, which they is put weird them in for hockey stadiums. Yeah, they put them or in something like baseball, baseball stadiums. Whatever, yeah. yeah, it's baseball like baseball
2: stadiums, and then well,
4: yeah, and so hey. it seems weird like as, to actually be there. I don't, I don't know that I'd love it or not. I don't know. Everybody that I've spoken to that
2: has done it loves it, loves it. So I'm waiting. You know, you got, you got to see. And then he had a little Frosty the Snowman yesterday. I don't know if that was played off uh, in in Jersey or not. I did think you'd get a big kick out of um, when the team showed up, Philly showed up, and Rocky and the Balboa look with the sweats and the towel, and um, and the boys' jerseys showed up. And they were doing the um, the mob look, the boys from Jersey. I just thought that was creative, that everybody did it, like Tony Soprano's group. group. <laughs> it, and when you see this, you'll love it. Because I thought of you when I saw it. I said, metal's going to love this.
4: I do love the because showmanship stuff. Had, I do love that stuff.
2: <laughs> no, 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 Slim, because I loved it. I love the fact that they somebody had the creativity to think of it then to pull it off and then not have one jackass in the whole group that didn't do it. Everybody played the game. So the entire team had on the gray sweats, white towel around the neck, converts, the whole thing like Rocky and everybody. uh, in the other bus was looked like they were with Tony Soprano's group gang. They had on the dude. It was, it was awesome. So I finally got one up on you. I thought, and then McClung, they say, well, he's not in the league. Is the G League, is it not a part of the NBA?
4: Yeah, I got no problem with McClung being in it. Okay, I, don't, I don't have I don't a problem either. with
2: that. I don't either. I don't either. But it's the three-point to me.
4: If Brock Purdy can play in the Super Bowl, McClung can play in the NBA slam dunk competition. No, see, there you, you know? go. Now, that
2: surprises okay. me that you would disrespect Brock Purdy.
4: No, it's not disrespect. These guys Who, both yes, played you did. hard to You earn just their made positions. him say, no,
2: you These just related Brock Purdy You just made a joke of Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy started four years D1, badass, played more football than most guys have played. Just because he was drafted as the last guy, his record's better than your quarterback's records. For sure. But yet, you took, you of all people, Took a shot at Brock Purdy. No, I don't mean like that as a disrespect. Like the rest of these
4: nitwits do it. No, no, I don't mean that as a disrespect. Yes, you did. You took a shot look, at him. Look, this guy can climb you that mountain a and get to the at Super Burdy. Bowl. No, no, if this guy can climb that mountain and get Wait to the no, Super no, Bowl. Wait no, but look what you did. And I
2: love your game. You know I respect you. Your quarterback <laughs> sucks. You're in last place. Oh, I know it. And you took a shot at the guy in the Super Bowl.
4: No, no, I don't mean it as a negative, man. I think that's a huge achievement what he's done to do that. And I think uh, this guy, uh, (laughs) what's his name, McCluskey? McClune. McClune. Getting all the way to the the NBA uh, slam dunk competition. But you related him to Brock Purdy. But he's won this thing two years in a row. Yeah,
2: man, come on, dog. 1-800-636-1067. Y'all be the judge on this. Heavy metal (laughs) just threw this boy under the bus. He just related a Super Bowl quarterback.
4: To McClung in the G League. <laughs> Look, I still think it's cool what both of them have done. To, to do what they've done. They're basically both underdogs. They've, they've overachieved, and I think that's great. Hey, dude, you got busted. Seriously. These people,
2: if these people don't hammer you right now and come strong <laughs> to the mic, I'm going to be so disappointed in them that I don't really know these people. This is a canine alert. Y'all cannot allow heavy metal to do what he did. what he did to Brock Purdy. I got, we have to go to break on this one We got to con- we gotta converge. Breakfast or brunch, any way you want to have it here with overtime. Rick Doc Walker on the microphone, Heavy metal Chris producing. It's fine program, and we never do it alone. It's always a big group effort. And uh, shout out to Chris Naki. That was uh, huge. Chick Hernandez. Been standing on deck, and of course all of you that uh, that participate, you make it possible. And we have so much content; it's it's amazing. And uh, you've been very consistent and active on X. Love that the tributes for Coach Drizel keep pouring in. Keep it going, uh, Mac McClung, and I think a lot of people agree with me that. Heavy Metal took a shot at Brock Purdy. You're not the only one. People take shots at Brock Purdy. Um, Coach Shanahan, his character is in question. His decision-making is in question. And if you were to take a poll, I think it's pretty clear that if you follow trends... Washington is trending favorably in terms of its coaching staff and the decisions that have been made. And yet, it, um, it very well could be the best is yet to come. When is the last time people haven't picked apart everything that's done from Washington's standpoint? We're in the pick-apart business. Just because people don't like it doesn't mean they're right. But it is interesting that we try to micromanage almost everything. And uh, based on the interviews, and we're human, we hear interviews. And I, I just enjoyed the response that came out after hearing our latest hires, O C D C and etc. And the moment we got a level of aggression, Coach Witt, and I go, my phone blew up. And I found it interesting how now we take an aggressive posture and now we look like we're we're interested in that now. It seemed like we kind of went You kind of got confused before the last guy that raised his temperature here, you didn't seem too comfortable with that. But after being in last place again, I think you've come over to understand the other side of the equation. Chris, did you kind of sense what I sensed? Or am am I just making this
4: up? About the coaches? Like, what exactly? What well,
2: no, no. Since we had a brother that went to go to the same church that I attend, and he mentioned violence and how they were going to tackle Pingoy people, and everybody went hip, hip, hooray. But they just pretty much ran a guy out of town who was talking from a violent sense on the offensive side, and they didn't like him at all. He, was, he changed practice game. He made things a little bit too difficult. He made them uncomfortable. And the new guys coming in saying about the same thing, but now I think they're kind of ready for change. Maybe I'm reading that wrong, but that's how I read it, and I was going, you don't get to have it both ways. You either want to be winners, or you just want to stay stuck on stupid. You, you don't get to be convenient for your
4: behind. I think then we're making it quite clear that things are about to change there this off season and that, you know, whatever you were expecting last year and training camp and through the season and stuff, they're like, no, no, we're doing it this way. This is the way it's going to be going forward starting today. I thought that was positive, you know, now if they walk the walk, they got to do that. But at least, you know, the press conference, they got to start talking the talk at least. So. Yeah. Well, it's going to be
2: interesting because, You've already shown me I can't trust you because you say one thing, you act another way, and then, so we'll see. Seeing is believing anyway, because no matter what is it said, it's all got to stand up to something, got to be proven um, what, what, what we're going to get out of it. But I am interested in it and can't wait to start putting some, these pieces of the puzzle together. Like, how does it fit? And I got some interesting questions for a man who usually has answers, and, and that, of course, has been standing. Um, can't wait to uh, to ask him. Because I think we have several questions stemming from beyond the quarterback. I mean, everybody's and, – and rightfully so. Why wouldn't you be concerned if they're drafting up to get a quarterback and everybody's talking about painting fingernails. I saw the kid from Duke last night. I think he had thirty with his name fingernails painted.
4: Yeah, I don't. Do you care think about that bothers stuff. me? Nah, it doesn't. Does that matter. bother you? Nah, I don't care at all.
2: Man, he can put a nose
4: ring, ear ring. Elanell I... said the other day he'd come out and play in a dress if he's if he's playing that way. He doesn't care, <laughs> like... dude. No question, he can ride a horse. To I
2: not listen. If you play like Dennis Rodman. You can look like Dennis Rodman as far as I'm concerned. Yep, yep, exactly. But you got to play like him, though. See, you got to play like
4: him. I got some weird stat lines in some games. <laughs> hey. I love though. – don't get me wrong. It's amazing. But I think he had something like 48 rebounds in a game with zero points. Like some reason, it don't matter The
2: dude's like, job. He did his oh, job. Oh, know. It's just crazy. The GOAT never complained about it. See, no, the no. GOAT knew exactly what he did. So I, I am so interested in this. This is like, because it is the unknown. We don't know. But we do know something. Like, I, I watched the young man at Duke last night. And uh, with the blue finger, I guess, I don't even know about it. And don't care. It don't matter to me. The guy could be in the fashion. What He could just like his nails painted. He scored 30. If he's a baller. If he'd like me to hold a hand while he paints it, count on me to be there. As long as he's giving me 30 and we win. And that's the whole thing about it. But I I love it how some people, no, you want to build your winning the way you want it to be done in your way. You're only going to accept it that way. Okay. I think we know now that that's all bull malarkey. You'll take it any way you can. Well, you know, after it reminds me this many years.
4: It reminds me of when when people used to be like, "Oh, that guy's got long hair," or "That guy's oh, yeah. got you know tattoos," or "That guy, you know, just whatever." And it's like, it's just fashion changes, and there's going to be some people that don't like those changes. But That has nothing to do with how he's going to play on the field. It doesn't really matter at all. It, it, who cares? Like, well, there's a time and
2: place for it based on what your job description is.
4: Sure, well,
2: you know. But I'm like, I'm like Mike Tyson. I love Mike. My son came home and he was asking me when he was still living in my house about getting a tattoo. I said, yeah, you can get one if you put it on your face. I'll pay for it.
4: Oh, the face tattoo. <laughs> yeah. oh. I don't and know why said, a boxer would ever do that. Oh.
2: He said, no, he wasn't doing it, so no tattoo. You can't have a tattoo in my house. Unless you put on your face. now i pay for it. And then we, I said, well, why you want it? Well, I just, well, no, you can't. Now, if you are paying rent here, now it's a different thing. Then we can talk about it. But then again, everybody gets a chance to run their house the way they want to run it. Run their team the way they want to run it. I'm not mad at that. But the bottom line is that what's the results? Think about that. Top of the hour we go. Mr. Standing. Standing room only podcast. It is fantastic, and he's one of the three human beings on this earth that Kevin Sheehan allows on a podcast. We'll be back.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.